And um, it's much more important to understand that it's not just that you win, it's how you win that matters. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our new listeners of the Voices of Santa Clara podcast, and welcome back to our reoccurring supporters. I'm your host, Malachi Finn, and today I'm joined by the general manager of KSCU Radio, Molly Tucker. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so can you introduce yourself to the audience and give it a little background about yourself, maybe your major, where you're from, and anything else that you feel is necessary for them to know? For sure. Hi, everybody. My name is Molly Tucker. Um, most of my friends and just fellow students at Santa Clara call me Mo. My DJ name is Mojo Mo. And um, I am the general manager of the radio station, as Malachi said, and I love it. I've loved music my whole life. I, I am a management major in the business school and also an English minor. So talking and managing are two things I like to do. <laughs> so <laughs> having a radio show and being on this podcast even are right up my alley. And I'm really excited and honored to be here today. Thank you. Yeah, we're glad that you can be on here and add to our going clubbing series as we're as you know, um, inviting clubs that we really enjoy and that bring a lot to the SU community. And we believe that KSCU Radio is one that has been established for a while. And me and uh, the other hosts have always thought was dope. So we're glad that you can be on here. So the first question I have for you is, can you tell us a little bit about KSCU Radio and what the radio station brings to the SU community? Absolutely. So KCU is on 103.3 FM. It is a completely student-run radio station, meaning that our 14 staff members are all students. We do have DJs that are not students, so we do open up DJing positions to the general public. Um, but I would like to say like 80% of the radio, DJs and staff included, are students, which makes it really cool because it still is a publicly listened to radio station. It's an FM radio station. So just having a band of students together that can play music together. You know, some people host shows and they talk and they do talk shows. Some people do music. Some people do sports. It's the ability to do whatever you want at the radio that I think makes it really unique. And that's why we really want to get it out there. You know, people either know we exist or they have no idea and they don't know what we do. So we're here to give everyone a voice, give everyone a mic and let them do what they want to do, essentially. That's awesome. And that's one of the major reasons why I wanted to bring you on here as well, because I've walked past the KCS radio station <laughs> multiple occasions and I always thought it like it looked amazing with the vinyls and the records and the CDs and there like the posters like oh the aesthetic is amazing but I had no idea what it really did <laughs> but so so I knew that it had a radio station and I never tapped into it I mean mostly because I don't listen to the radio now I've Spotify mm -hmm. but I think this is something that I would want to check out on my own time and and listen to those shows and see the playlist because going on the website I saw that there were playlists that had been created and I feel like I have great music taste. So I kind of want to talk to you about that <laughs> later, see if I can throw some songs on there. But <laughs> that's, Absolutely. that's a conversation for later. All right. So um, so what made you interested in joining the KSCU radio station crew and ultimately rising to the general manager position? Mm -hmm. Like, where did this interest in music come from? So I've always liked artistic things. I love reading. I love movies. I love music. Anything that kind of taps into that creative side of your mind where you're like, you know what? I'm inspired. I like things that inspire me. Music is one of those things. So my whole life, I'm an avid music listener. I cannot play an instrument. I cannot sing. So I am solely a <laughs> listener. Um, so I would work for music agencies. I would write reviews on albums, on concerts. They would send me to concerts and I'd get to say like it was great or it was okay. Um, 
And so going into college, I said, I want to keep doing that. I want to do that on a bigger level, but I didn't know where to start. I thought the only way you could do that was being like a music major. Um, And I was like, I want to stick with business, so I don't know. I went to the involvement fair my freshman year, and there was this table that was just bumping great music. I heard Frank Ocean and just some other songs, and I was like, huh, I want to go over there. And I started talking to them, and they were so nice. They are like, yeah, this is KSCU. We're the student-run radio. Um, and from there, it was like the rest is history. I got in and I met all those people again that I met at the table. They let me come into their shows. So I got to see a few shows as a freshman. And I said, I want to be a DJ. So I kept going with that. And then I would take it to the next level. And after I was a DJ for my freshman year, I was like, I want to be on staff. So I applied for the off-campus promotions director position, which meant I got to hook students up with free concert tickets in the area. Oh, wow. So it's like, exactly. I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> no, that's lit. What year did this occur? I, <laughs> I was a free concert Right? Ticket. This was my sophomore year. And even now, like, that's still something that KCU does. It's just there aren't concerts right now, which kind of is a bummer. <laughs> um, yeah. But that's what I did. So I would talk to these concert venues, like these huge ones, like Bill Graham and San Francisco, and say, like, hey, can you give us some tickets to, I don't know, Trippy Red was one of them. So I'm like, hey, wow. can we have some tickets to Trippy Red? And then some, we'd give them to students and be like, hey, go have fun. Like, no strings attached. Just give them your name at the door. <laughs> Um, and I loved that. And I said, I want to keep going with this. And I applied for the general manager position after serving as that promotions director for a year. And I got it. And that's where I've been since then. And I love it. That's awesome. That's great. So what is your position as the general manager of KSU entail? And what lessons have you developed through spearheading this student run station? Mm-hmm. So historically, GM is a lot of on campus presence. You know, you go to represent the radio station at leadership meetings where other presidents of clubs and organizations go. Uh, you host on-campus events. You you kind of help get KCU out there and make sure it's running smoothly. And that's been a little different this year because right. everything is remote. So my main tasks have been making sure the radio is on and streaming correctly 24-7. So it is the only position that requires you to be on your toes literally 24-7. Um, which is, I love it. It's great, but it's for sure. It's a lot of work and I'll have to go into the radio station and reset things. And right now that involves, I have to go to to Benson, call campus safety to let me in because none of us have access and just kind of going through that process of resetting everything. So that's the way you actually have to go on campus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) wait, you, so you live near campus. Oh yeah. I literally, I live in Maples, which is right next to campus. And, um, so if something like it sounds scratchy on air or something sounds like it's not running correctly, I go to campus and I'll reset our ancient looking equipment and just get it running again. It's, it's faithful. It is old faithful commitment for sure. (laughs) That's dope. That's crazy. I did, I thought you could, you know, do it all remotely, but the fact that you have to go there, does that add a little bit more pressure or stress to it, knowing like you maybe have to drop everything and fix this because it's on air live? Yes, because historically how things would be normally is our access cards are coded to let us into those rooms. So it's like, okay, no big deal. I just need to go down to Lower Benson and fix it. But when you don't have that access, it does add that extra level. Oh, now I feel bad. I have to kind of bug campus safety and get them to let me in. But I do have to say, Santa Clara, just in the past couple months, they've worked with us to give us online access so that we can remotely tap into our computers and reset what needs to be reset. Obviously, if it's a physical equipment issue, we need hands for that. But if it's just like, oh, you need to exit out of an app and restart it. Now we can do that from anywhere, which has definitely been like the biggest blessing. (laughs) Yeah, that makes it so much easier and fluid to manage. So 
how has your experience been so far with KSU, and what would you say is your favorite moment from your time with the radio station thus far? Mm-hmm. So my experience so far has been incredible. Um, I really, I played sports my whole life, so going into college, I felt like almost vulnerable. I was like, I'm not going in with a team. I don't have like almost a set group of friends. I really need to put myself out there. Um, so I would do like into the wild stuff, other things. And when I fell into KCU, I just, I felt like I found my people. There were so many people from so many places with so many different interests. And I love that because like music is not a singular experience at all. So it's every person you meet with their music taste, with their background. It's such a new story to offer. So it's made that experience very immersive and very community bound. I feel like I found a community and, um, I think my favorite memory so far was my freshman year. One of the senior DJs, and she was a staff member too, she said, yeah, come down to my show. Um, and I went down there and there was like 10 people in there. I didn't know anybody. They were all seniors and they were all chilling down there. And they were all singing and dancing. I said, this is so fun. And um, Three Nights by Dominic Fike came on and I didn't know that song at all. And they were all singing it. And I was like, I really like this song. And now that's like my favorite song just because of that one moment. But I think that's the moment where I felt like, Santa Clara was home. I just felt mm. full of like love and excitement just in that moment. That's amazing. And I love that aspect of clubs and just organizations on campus where you come in, obviously, or unless you live near San Jose, you probably have friends. <laughs> but if you don't know anyone and you have this opportunity to go into these organizations and meet these people who share interests and, and have a different perspective, I think that's the beauty of being in a college setting. And I'm glad that KSCU was able to provide that for you. And hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, as we come back on campus and more students listen to this and get engaged with it, because that's what we want to do with this content and, and showing them about these different clubs. It's like, this is your opportunity to, if you didn't have your freshman year, listen to this and you can see what you'll do when you come back. Like that's the, <laughs> that's the hope, yeah. that's the hope. Absolutely. So, Right. So like you said, it seems like it was an amazing environment with just a lot of collaborative people. And from the outside looking in, the KSCU staff looks like a a fun group of people. So my question is, how important is cultivating that welcoming atmosphere for the radio station staff and you as the general manager? Mm -hmm. That what you just said, that's everything to us beyond making sure it's on air, beyond making sure like the basics are running. It's being welcoming. We want to be that organization that people can come to and know that they have a place when we talk about like what does KCU mean to us what do we want it to mean to other people the one word that comes up over and over and over again is like community diversity because we want to be committed to like that sense of inclusivity that makes people feel like they have a place there regardless of what music they like or what kind of home they come from and just like having that openness and those conversations that lets people feel safe there college is a really raw experience they send you to a place you may not know well, you may live with someone you don't know at all. Everything feels so vulnerable that we want you to feel like you have a safe spot, you know? Yeah, that's perfect. That's great. And I think you guys have done that a great job of that. As you stated, just your experience when you first got there, being in that room with those seniors that you never mm-hmm. met and they invited <laughs> you like, you know, I mean, obviously it's a different atmosphere. And I know some people have horror stories about when they were freshmen <laughs> and they didn't get that opportunity to speak mm-hmm. with upperclassmen. So the fact that they were just so inviting to you is, is amazing. And I'm glad that you had that experience. Me too. Considering that we have all been at home for several months at this point, How has the radio station been impacted by the shift to virtual interaction? It has been impacted hugely. We not being able to have DJs in to host their shows has been a huge, you know, divot to the spirit of KSCU. So we've been trying different ways to make it work. We were like, okay, how about we try 
We'd say pre-record your shows, send them to us, and we'll put them on air. And that would still require us to go in there physically at that time. We didn't have the remote access that we have now. So we would literally have to get all the pre-recorded shows, have a certain staff member go in at a certain time, play it. And it was just, it was hard on campus safety. We'd be calling them once every other hour saying, can you let us in again? So we thought, okay, this isn't working. Unless we have remote access where we can just pull it up and play it from our homes, this isn't working. So we stopped that and then we started curating those playlists that you'd see on the website. Um, And we'd just be playing hours and hours of music that we had already curated and PSAs, which are like our announcements, our ads on air, that would just play at a given time, which was very hands off. That's when mainly we just had to make sure it was running. Um, So now what we're trying to look for for this quarter is can we get those pre-recorded shows back on air? That's what makes it special is like students being able to say, yeah, my show is going to play at 7 p.m. Please tune in. That's what makes it what it is. So we need to get back to that. That's our priority because that's what has been the main thing that's been taken away. Right. And with that playlisting and curating these different songs at these, you know, certain time periods, how often do you and other staff members have to, like, I would say, keep track of what's playing at a certain time? Like, is it you can just chill at home, do homework while the radio station is going or do you have to listen to it and make sure everything is running smoothly? So at least for me, I almost always have to have it on kind of somewhere in the background just to make sure it's running. We have a lot of helpful listeners and staff members who can tune in and be like, hey, it sounds weird, (laughs) which is always super helpful. Someone can text me that and I'm like, okay, great. Thank you because I was in class or whatever it may be. Um, For the most part, we have so much equipment that tracks what's playing and what's being heard on the listener side that it can kind of alert us if something's going on. But for the most part, it really does require at least me for sure to be listening intently to make sure it's going right wow that sounds like a lot Mm -hmm. is that hard for you to handle or is it is it fine because you know you listen to music so much anyways so it's not that Mm -hmm. that's what it is yeah and also just the fact that so many people are so helpful they understand how hard it is right now so they're not like wow this is unprofessional it sounds scratchy or whatever it sounds like they say hey um let us know if you need equipment help it sounds like something might be going a little off everyone is just so helpful that i feel that's the one thing that's come out of all this is more grace and understanding that if anything does go wrong, um, there's not as much pressure or aggressiveness to fix it. It's just very welcoming. So now that you say that, have you ever had that occasion where somebody calls in and is upset about what's on the radio or just how you guys have managed it? Like, has there ever been any negative Mm -hmm. interactions? I would say 98% of the time it's positive. The, The only times that we truly get called out in a way that's not positive is if something slips and explicit content plays on air or somebody slips and says something really like profane on air um because there there are kids listening you know it's a public radio station you don't know who's listening could be a priest or a child (laughs) (laughs) so that's the main time when someone will call in and be like hi please don't say that on the air because that's like a violation we get fined thousands of dollars for using like bad words (laughs) so that's the main thing other than that we hardly ever have negative interactions just disappointment right now and not being able to dj in person that's good that's mainly it that's good Mm -hmm. so for the listeners who may be interested in joining the kscu crew what does the application process look like and how can someone join the movement yeah so that's a question that we get a lot so i'm really glad you brought that up so dj's If you want to be a DJ, which would involve you going in, you can just play music from a playlist you have. You can bring in a mixing board and mix your own music, whatever that means to you. If you want to host a radio show, we do a new schedule every quarter. So if you're like, hey, I'm going to do a fall quarter, but my winter quarter schedule is hellish. I can't can't host a show for an hour a week. 
you can just do it for fall quarter and then not apply winter and then apply again spring. So typically when we're on campus, we welcome applications for that. And all it is, is it's a Google form. So you fill out your name, we'll ask you some questions. And then based on how much airtime we can manage, we get as many DJs in the rotation as we can, which is usually 40 to 50 DJs. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, I didn't so, expect that much at all. Right? It's so fun, though, because most people will only host one show a week, and it's mm. usually only an hour, so we can get in more DJs. Um, and that would be a once-a-quarter process. You have to reapply every quarter. And then for staff, we do that once a year. So the spring quarter before the next year is the whole application process where – We've been trying to communicate mainly during like through email. So we would just you'd have to check emails a lot um, and our social media. And so we'd send out these applications and you can see what position you like. And again, that's also Google form because it's just easier that way than having people send in like intensive resumes and stuff. We want it to be easy to apply. Uh, so that is once a year and we do all the hiring that spring before and then those staff members serve that next whole academic year. So that's a once a year deal. And what we've been doing now, because sometimes people are like, I don't want to be a DJ or staff. I want to just be part of it and not have a responsibility. We're starting a listeners club. We're trying to think of a cool name. So if you have any ideas, let me know. But that's just more so like you can go to like meetings once a month, once a week, whenever, talk about music and have that community without the commitment of being a DJ or staff member. So that's something that's coming winter 21. Yeah, no, and I like that aspect of just having a listeners crew, because as I stated to you before, we, you know, we talked I really like the idea of just joining inside or coming into the, the radio station and just chilling with the DJs and other people and just having that community and foundational, you know, orient like that orientation aspect of it. And I think that's what's going to make uh, the, the underground sound become something that everybody knows. And speaking of that, I love the, the tag underground sound so much. And my question is, how is KSU embodying this slogan with their presence? Like, what initiatives have been put in place to live up to this promise of being the underground sound? Yeah, our priority is getting music out there that you didn't know existed. So that's where the underground sound comes from. Also with like the play on words of literally being located underground. We're in Lower <laughs> Benson, so it's just kind of funny too. Um, but the first thing that was ever literally a standard that was put down to really embody that, it's called Clocks. So all these radio stations, these bands will send us music. They'll send us CDs, a lot of production studios. So let's say Capitol Records, they'll mail us a CD of a small band and say, hey, they really want exposure. So we put that CD in the physical studio in a little section called Clocks. And for every DJ, it's mandatory to play 15 minutes of Clocks for every mm. radio show you host. So in those 15 minutes, you'd be playing those CDs that are sent to us from people who want that exposure. So that makes it mandatory to, to give those people exposure to give exposure to new music the underground sound and then one thing that we've really capitalized on now is showcasing student music so many people have been producing music especially over quarantine when we've been inside a lot that when people they mainly email me they'll email me at the gm email which is gm at ksu.org and they'll be like hi my name's so-and-so i'm a junior and this is my music and then we try to showcase that. We'll send it out on the school-wide email so people know who they are. We'll play it on the station. We'll post it on Instagram because we want students to have a place for that too, for their own music. And if they're managing a musician or if they're just producing music, whatever it may be, we want them to have a place with us. So they send that to us and we put that out there too if we don't find them before they send it to us. Yeah, that's great. And what is the criteria for that? Because I would assume that even if these artists send music to you guys and you don't like it, like, tell me about how would you, 
manage who's sending it and, and what music is actually going on to the radio station? Like, what does that process look like? Absolutely. So the one nice thing is KCU plays like every genre of music possible. Like, you know, like there's country radio stations, whatever, like, and it's usually one genre, but they play everything so the, it's very rare that we get something that we're like we flat out cannot play this and the only time <laughs> we we really say we can't play this is if it's super explicit um which is fair but we will try to find djs whose kind of style will match these new musicians that are sending in music and be like hey this would flow really well with your show like you have a great heavy metal show our student makes heavy metal music like maybe play one of their songs so we try to match it up so that it makes sense in the flow of like a DJ's time slot. So it's not too all over the place to where you're like, I don't know what I'm going to get. But that's also kind of the fun of it is you tune in and you don't know what you're going to be listening to for that little stint of time. Um, so it is rare that we get something that we're like, this is really bad. Cause, but you know, by the time you're sending out music, you believe in it, which means like something you believe in can't like believe in yourself like that. It can't be that bad. You know what I mean? Like you put so much heart and effort into it that we believe in you too, you know, like that's what we want to put out there. So even though it may not be some person's cup of tea, it could be someone's new favorite song. That's true. That's true. Cause mm -hmm. music is very subjective. That's great that you put this platform for these up and coming artists or people who have a passion for music to now let other students listen to it. Because, you know, as we all know, if you have a small circle and you're allowing them to listen to your music, they might enjoy it, mm -hmm. but you know, sometimes they may not be honest or their ears aren't reflective of the, the majority of the audience. So allowing other people to hear it and send feedback to that person potentially is great so they can improve for later for later on right absolutely so I love that aspect that's amazing all right so what would you say is your mission as an executive member of KSEU and what do you want students to know about the radio station and what it has to offer mm -hmm. so as the general manager my goal is to be like especially for this year is to be collaborative in the sense that we want to be able to touch every student's life, regardless of where they are right now. You want to collaborate with more clubs, other clubs, other organizations, just independent students. That, to me, is a priority right now because everyone feels so alone. Even if you are living in a college house like I am, there are still times where I feel super lonely just because like, we're not in a class of 30 students. We don't have that same community physically. That I think that needs to be a priority for this organization. If we want to survive through COVID and survive as a club in general, we need to make sure that we can let people know we're there, that we can be a part of people's lives, even if they're not sitting in that studio downstairs. Um, and I think that's really important. And I think moving forward, that will be something that becomes more and more important. Uh, I know historically we haven't done a ton of collaborations. We focus a lot on our on-campus concerts, things that we're hosting that I'm like, why don't we host things with people? Why don't we talk to the multicultural center and have them host a podcast on air or Let's talk to a sports team and have them talk about their game on air, like do stuff like that. So that even if you have no idea what KSU is, you'll at least know the name. It'll be like, oh, that's right. They did that, you know? So that's what's really important. And I would say it offers a platform. More than anything, it's a platform. If you want to talk about something that's important to you or play music that's important to you, this is your space to do it. And I think that's what makes it such a pivotal part of the Santa Clara University community. Great. Well, Molly, thank you for coming on. I just have two more questions for you, and these are the Voices of Santa Clara custom questions. Oh, I'm so ready. My first, <laughs> so my first question to you is, um, let's say that you have an ideal Saturday morning or Saturday day. <laughs> what activities would you do throughout the day? And just, and just tell me how that would play out for you, ideally. 
Absolutely. So the one thing, my like life motto is to never get to the end of my life and say like, I wish I could have. My I always want to be able to say I'm glad I did. So mm. my ideal Saturday would be doing something new. I don't know what that would be. Make, like make a new breakfast dish, go to a place I've never seen. But that's like such a priority to me that an ideal Saturday would involve that. It would involve looking at like my list of things I want to do in my life, picking one and just sticking with it, you know? And I know that's been a little hard lately, but I've still found so many new things to do, even with COVID and the restrictions that we have that nothing can stop me, you know? (laughs) So on an ideal Saturday, I would be doing that and I'd love to go surfing. Just those things that really get you out there and make you happy. That would be my ideal Saturday. No, hiking... I feel like I was one of the only people that really wants to do that. Cause I'm gonna be honest. I haven't truly hiked since fourth grade outdoor ed. <laughs> like we went camping and we hiked. I saw lizards and rivers. I was like, mm-hmm. yo, this is dope. <laughs> like I don't, <laughs> we don't hike out here. So mm-hmm. I, I've always wanted to do that. Like I, I go on social media and I see other people. I want to go on a hike. So I think that's definitely something I should probably do soon. I don't know what shoes to wear. I don't want to slip and fall. Like I was thinking, should I get cleats? It's, it's so many things that I overthink about. So I'm gonna, <laughs> I get that. I'm gonna into that yeah, yeah absolutely and that's something that you can absolutely do anywhere even if you go on a hike to that grocery store i mean that's more of a walk than a hike but i get what you're saying <laughs> just seeing things and you're like that's cool i don't have that in my house yeah i get that yeah. no I, I saw this one video recently where this dude was hiking and he saw like a mountain lion have you seen that clip cool. and nope. the lion started <laughs> following him yeah so i don't think there's mountain lions over here but i'm just saying there are things that get me a little on edge about just going in the wilderness Oh, yeah. And you see all those signs. That's like, if you see a bear, walk away with your arms up, like look big, all those signs. You're like, okay, now I'm worried. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how effective that is. <laughs> like, all right. So, all I know is just run faster than them. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing you can do, really. Seriously. All right. So next question is, if you could only listen to one artist for the rest of your life, who would it be and why? If I could only listen to one artist for the rest of my life, it would 100% be Billy Joel. And I think why is because I've never listened to a Billy Joel song and been sad, you know, I hear it and it's not like I'm necessarily going to get up and like break out into a dance, but it makes me feel really happy inside. So I feel like if I'm going to be stuck listening to just one thing forever, I'd want it to be something that makes me happy regardless of the situation or place I am in my life. So that that would be my answer. That's amazing. And I'm not familiar with Billy Joel. I'm sorry. So what genre is is that artist? So Billy Joel's one of the classics. Like there's, you know, I don't know if you know the song Piano Man, um, but there's certain songs that like are just, How you'll hear. <laughs> I can play it on the harmonica. I know that, but it's, I, I can't sing either. I have to think about like how it would go, but you would hear, it's one of those songs that you would hear and immediately be like, oh, I know that song. I don't know the name or who it's by, but I know that song. You know, it's one of those things that even if you don't know exactly what's going on, you're like, oh, cool. Like, I can vibe with this. Um, So it's like a classic rock type deal. And the reason why I'd pick that, even though I mainly listen to kind of like indie alternative, like chill, kind of like vibey stuff is just because of the way it makes me feel like it's not too slow. It's not too fast. It just makes me happy. That's good. Yeah, you would want to listen to something that keeps you calm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, if, and if you have it to listen to it every day, yeah, you definitely would want to listen to something like that. So that's a great choice. And we've had a lot of different selections. So that's always an exciting part of this question, just hearing the taste of different people and what they would envision themselves listening to the, for the rest of your life. Because like just thinking about that, that's a hard question. There's so many artists, so many classic albums, 
So choosing some just one person is, is very difficult, but I like putting somebody under pressure. And I think you handled that well. So thank you, Molly, for <laughs> thank <co> you. <laughs> thank you for coming on to the podcast. Um, and thank you to the listeners for tuning in in this episode and supporting us with this new series we're rolling out. Um, so again, thank you, Molly, and uh, I hope for the best for KSCU. And I will tune in the next time and, and definitely tap in with you about getting into the listeners crew or seeing about DJing or whatever, because that sounds <laughs> awesome to me. So uh, I'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Thanks, Malachi. And we'll be playing the voices of Santa Clara on air. So make sure to tune into that, too. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> appreciate it. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you.